G'day and welcome to Once When I Was School, your weekly podcast about nostalgia, really, what we look at, two middle-aged men looking back at the glory days that have sort of long passed, but we're trying to make them special again by recounting what we enjoyed when we were kids. My name is Dave, uh, and thank you for joining us on this extra special episode, extra special to us, because it is actually episode number 50. And joining me as usual is my co-host, the man who loves spicy food so much, he invented that jalapeno suppository for that extra bit of zing, the wee man. Hello, Dave. Thanks for that extra special introduction. You didn't know I was going to do that, did you? And uh, No, no, but a jalapeno suppository. Well worth uh, thinking, and I'm sure I could kick a couple of those into someone. Uh, mate, that's right up your alley. Literally, really, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, really. yeah, so episode 50, we, what do you reckon? Mate, uh, I think we've done well. I think we've done well to well. be able to talk well well enough to talk so we're much sh- rubbish for at least sh- 50, 50 times. Well, mate, we've known each other for 20 years. We've been able to talk this rubbish for 20 years so far. We've probably got another 20 in us. I don't I know if we've so. done well, but we've been tenacious and we're still putting episodes out there. And I think, guess when you think about it, it's not actually our episode. It's our full episode 50 because we put out our six-pack recaps and I think there's seven of them, but as of our full episodes. And of course, we missed the dreaded number 36. Um, <laughs> but we did record it. We did record it and we it's did. out there and it's, it's hideous. So we, yeah. It we is won't. horrendous. Yes. So also joining so is this us. this technically 49? No, this is technically 57. Yeah. No. So anyway, okay. we've taken the shine off things. Yeah. Um, but of course, we're there, of course, there you go. Um, with us that's been here the whole way, the rock, the man himself, the man behind the glass who gets us out to you every week, Simon, behind the glass there. Simon, any thoughts on the 50th episode? Yeah. Just a, just a shake. Just, just a shake. You can't believe normal. we're still going either. Oh, well, there you <laughs> hey, go. At least he, he's done a cracking job getting us out to everyone's ear bulls. He has. He's so done thank a, you, Simon. He's done a fine job. Thank you, Simon. So here we are in episode 50. So we, I don't know if you remember back for oh, probably since about the early 40s, I think we were asking people for ideas of any thoughts that they might have for episode 50. And we were pretty fortunate that uh, one of our listeners sent in an email around about the time that we put out our cassettes um, episode talking about the cassettes. And uh, we have to thank our listener, John, here for giving us this idea. So we, what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw to you and you're going to start it off because this is a really good idea. This is something that really encompasses my childhood and I'm sure it does yours as well. Yeah. What do you this reckon? Is, uh, yeah, I think, um, I think we, we get into it. And I, uh, yeah, thanks, I don't know, John. I don't know why I've brought up the mystique because you can see it in what the header is anyway for episode 50 in the title of the, of the episode. So I don't know why I did that. Thanks. But anyway, we did. Thanks, but John, for, thanks for knocking the wind out of my sails. <laughs> but thank you, John, for the idea because it was all yours. And to be perfectly honest, neither of us had thought of it before this. So, Dave, once when I was cool... Mm-hmm. We used to have BMX bikes. Terrific. Wasn't that worth a wind-up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was awesome, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was terrific. Uh, BMX was, bikes. Every, BMX kid's fantasy, bikes. every kid's fantasy. Every kid's favourite toy, every kid's thing, to every boy anyway when I was growing up. Pretty much everybody think- had a BMX bike when they were growing up. I was just about to say the dreaded A word. Mm-hmm. Yes. B- BMXs. BMXs, big part of my childhood, especially out in the country. I don't know if, if people have listened back and we were talking about our Christmas special and I mentioned how that uh, 
you know, there was one Christmas where we all got bikes. Well, yep. those bikes were BMXs. Oh, okay. So I snuck out, had a look at the bikes and went back and told my brothers we had we had bikes because there was me and my two brothers. Two of them were the same mm-hmm. except one. Had a basket. Um, yeah, one had a basket and that was for my older brother slash mm. sister. We're still not sure yet. <laughs> with that big long seat on it. You remember the ones with yeah. the big long seats? Uh, mm. Well, they were the very first BMXs back in the day, to be, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And the other one was a smaller one for my younger brother. And I think about it now and I think they should have just got the whole three of us the same size because little Gumby, he... Um, he ended up being on ours most of the time anyway. But they were awesome. They were the old school heavy-ass BMXs that, you know, you thought you could bunny hop when you lifted it half a centimetre off the ground or, you know, a third of an inch, I think, if that's what it is. In, uh, in, to all our American listeners. Yeah, American listener, Shaniqua, yeah. shout, shout out. out. She's been there for and, our and 50 it, episodes. Good on you, love. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, absolutely hideous when I think back and look at what the BMXs are today where you can just about pick one up. But they were hideous. But well, I remember back bikes. back to those steel ones, like you say, they had pretty thin frames. A lot of them now with the carbon fibre, they're the biggest sorts of frames. They're, they're as light as anything. But if you're really flash, you could go to one of the, you know, Kmart or one of those sorts of shops and you could buy a set of pads that went across the, the centre bar and across the handlebar there. But that was only if you're flash. Otherwise, it was just metal and you took your life and your teeth in your own hands. And the pads and weren't Velcro. And this was pre-Velcro as well. So before Velcro, you had to push the, the three little push clip, push clip um, oh, in there to hold it yeah. together. So, my look, my parents did a did a great job. The two big bikes were exactly the same. So we had to get our own pads mm. so we could differentiate them. All right. I thought me just scratching my, my brother's frame was ideal enough. To, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. thought that was okay to say, well, that's your bike with the scratches on it. Yeah. And my bike's pristine. Yeah. However. This is, this is your older brother. My older brother. Mm-hmm. I was how never did, scared of him. How did he take it? Ah, oh, lying down. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, look. At the end of the, at the end of the day, um, you know, I think I might have swapped out my bike when it got more trashed, and he didn't mm. realise. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, just changed the pads over. So mm. I ended up getting because they were bright yellow bikes. I had blue pads and he had... Of course you did. Yeah. I had the blue pads yep. from, my ethnic, from my ethnicity yep. and <laughs> my older brother had red yep. for his ethnicity Yeah, and my little brother's bike, I think it was black or orange or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So it did was fully really sick. Did they have training wheels on them? No, not mine, mate. Right. mate I was riding motorbikes since I was five years old, so yeah, a BMX yeah, was... Right, right, right. Hey, the other th- the other thing is my dad was so cheap. You know how he used to get the number plates that you could put on the front. Yeah, my that dad had your was name so cheap. And things on it. Yeah, no, just yeah. a number. My yeah. dad was so my dad was so cheap. God rest his soul, um, that he actually made made them for us out of a bit of old tin that was lying around. So there were these <laughs> bit of corrugated iron. <laughs> yeah, bit, bit of these tin ones held on with not not, not zip ties. Yeah, it was a pre zip tie day. Yeah, pre-zip ties. Some wire. Just some wires, yeah. A bit of like fencing wire. 
So yeah. now not only are you worried, worried about your, your gonads and your teeth, you now got to worry about it's your tetanus. eye if you come off as well. <laughs> and tetanus. <laughs> uh, at least you wasn't too cheap for vaccinations. Oh, no. No, but, we had to keep them up a lot at our place. Another thing about um, Australian country towns is every country town seemed to have a BMX track that for some reason, for whatever or what reason, they were always locked up and you always had to. If you weren't in the BMX club, you weren't allowed to go in there. But if someone always knew somebody whose father or relative had a key would let you in. Otherwise, you'd just try and get in through the fence because it was only ever chained up with a bit of um, a bit of chain and a padlock. Did you ever do that? No, we didn't have a BMX track out at uh, where where I grew up, and um, a lot of our riding was around where we we lived on on the property and, and bit of bit of property that we had. Okay. So what we used to do, I think, I think what my dad realised was because we used to have a vineyard, so we had table grapes, and um, rather than putting because uh, the crows love the grapes, rather than putting scarecrows and that down there, my dad used to use uh, guns to to frighten them off and then when that was sort of frowned upon, uh, he used to make us go down <laughs> right up and down on our push bikes. I think that's what he got it for, for a bit of cheap uh, scarecrow labour. Did you used to put cards in there so it made that clack, 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 clack noise? No, that's silly. I would never do anything like that. <laughs> what about streamers off the handlebars? Did you ever do that? Oh, would, to get match my basket, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, the what, biggest, yeah. biggest thing I used to do is then – being on a bit of property, there was always bits of blocks, bits of wood, making mm-hmm. jumps. Mm-hmm. Rather than digging a digging a dirt trench. jump back in the day, and well, a trench, yep. yeah, dirt jump. Mm. Um, we used to <laughs> use all sorts of things, and inevitably, what I do is because you know I'm not as stupid as I look. Mm-hmm. I used to make my younger brother jump over him first just to make sure the trajectory was right. And Your younger brother was, was such a crash <laughs> test dummy. The number of things you've done to that poor kid, poor man now. <laughs> well, I'm surprised he's still I'm surprised he's still alive. Did your older brother used to make him do it as well? Most of his limbs, really. <laughs> and did your older brother used to make him no, do it? No, they used to try and gang up on me, but. Well, he'd, he'd say, "No, no, you need to do it." And I go, "Oh, no, look, you know, we'll get, we'll get him to do it." And uh, at the end of the day, he ended up agreeing because mm. it was either going to be me or him. Yeah. So it was. I just used to, yeah. You, you can do it. You'll be right. Just mm. make sure you go really fast. And if it was too high, it mm. had too much of an angle on it. Mm. It just pushed the board forward and smash into the best of blocks. <laughs> like in Napoleon Dynamite. Have you ever seen that when he tries to <laughs> ride the bike yeah. and it falls off and he falls over the handlebars? Um, yeah. Back to the BMX tracks. I didn't realise that you didn't have that. We were in a bigger town, so we probably, um, you know, we had a BMX club in town, which I, you know, I never did. Um, but we used to take bikes out there and go around it. You used to think you were the, you know, you were the Hellman BMX rider if you went around the berms or try or got a little bit of air off the, um, off the, you know, whatever they were, the jumps. bumps, jumps, whatever they are. But you know how they got the triple ones, the three in a row, and yeah. when they in the in the Olympics, they just do all three at once. Well, I yeah. remember one of the kids um, used to think he could do two of them at once, and so he went and had to go and came up horribly short and landed with the back wheel on it and it flicked him over the handlebars straight into the third jump. So he's done like this big scorpion straight into it. Oh, nice. Back in the day before, I thought people hurting themselves was funny like I do now. Um, and he really did look like he hurt himself, but he got up and had another go. And, and this was in the days before helmet. 
helmets as well. You didn't have to wear helmets back then. So um, getting a bit of skin taken off this whole side of your face was, you know, a badge of pride. Yeah, look, helmets back then or now, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'd wear a helmet if I had a BMX these days. But what I will say is that as I got older, I moved into skateboards, but I had a couple of friends that moved well into the BMXs. So mm-hmm. we'd have um, quarter pipes that we'd make at a couple of different mates' place and mm-hmm. they'd come and start riding their um, BMXs like up and yep. down the quarter pipes and doing yep. some tricks and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, they ended up having the chrome molly type um, bikes that were very light, the Tufts, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So people who don't know what Tufts are, they're a plasticky type wheel, five-spoke wheel. Yeah, rather than spokes, you just got a few wheels. But they're a bit like the mag wheels of BMX bikes at the time. But going back a couple of steps in the evolution of it, apart from those heavy metal one, heavy metal uh, made heavy, Frames. made of metal that is heavy. Um, I remember the first thing a bit of flair that people used to have was, yeah, I'm, you can tell I'm a real BMX head, can't you? Um, <laughs> you used to, if you were really flash, you'd get the the tires that were different colours. And I remember there used to be orange orange sidewalls and white centers of the tires and people used to all go yep. for different sorts of colors and you know you'd made it if you had different colors and then of course once you were, were really good at it or really into it um you got the tufts as well yeah and you know the, they were a bit of bit of bling that people had put on and you know they they were exactly what they were sound like they're tough they were tougher looking but they were actually made they were a bit lighter than the frames but even earlier than that going back is mongoose so even earlier again so bmxing started around in the early 70s maybe even just a bit before that but they really came into um play when um there was a movie back in the early 70s uh, on any sunday not any given sunday which is a football one this is on any Sunday and it was about um motocross type bikes and then turning the motocross bikes into the lighter push bikes so then you had the the brands like Schwinn and they had the longer seat so they were sort of like an off-road bike and that these were it was sort of come around because people couldn't afford motorbikes so the next best thing was a push bike that could go on dirts and on dirt tracks and then, you know, so you had a company that was Schwinn and they made the first sort of BMX. And for BMX is bicycle motocross. That's what it stands for. Mm-hmm. So from there, I know you're right into it. I think you're going to see <laughs> it. No, 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 no. I'm listening. I'm letting you wind up. So Simon from got, there. Simon got up me for talking over you one time because he reckons it's better to have dead air than incomprehensible sound. So I'm just letting you go for it now. Yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> So from there, um, they then moved into sort of a bit more of the modern then. They progressed into to what BMX is sort of are today, but a little bit more retro style, obviously. You had brands like Mongoose. Mongoose came out with a wheel. The guy who designed the Mongoose bikes designed a, a, like a mag wheel for bikes because he was sick of his son always breaking his rims so he thought he was a um, worked in a, a as an engineer and he came up with these rims and they looked like a mag wheel and they were back in the day they were like a metally type magnesium rim for the bikes to make them a bit um, stronger and then he started designing lighter frames 
and then other different bits and pieces. From there, you know, moving along through the ages, and it, um, it it grew into a sport, and they started having you know the BMX races in in all sorts of countries: America, Australia, Japan, everywhere. It's a worldwide sort of phenomenon, but it was just grown out of people who couldn't afford a, a motorized bike into people who used pedal power. But going through in the early 80s, a big kick here in Australia was the movie, and I don't know if it got much play out in in the world, mm. BMX Bandits. That had another big hit and kick for... Um, was, that, was that the one in Nicole Kidman's first movie? Was that the one yeah. she was in? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think she was about 16 and she had really red hair back there. Curly, 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 tight red hair. Curly like, yeah. Mm. And there was... Um, BJ and Mongoose was the name of the two guys. I can't remember what her name was, um, but they had the different colour bikes. One had a, I think, a red one, a blue and a yellow. Like you and your brothers. Yeah. Right. So, but I was, my younger brother was a redhead, so he was Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> and, and still is. So still is. Thank you Sorry. for that. Yeah. Thank you for that diatribe. It was terrific. Um, yeah, it was. But going on then, talking about it, because I remember when I was a kid and we had um, BMX bikes, they were always the back pedal brake. So you pedal to go forward, you stopped and coasted, mm. and to stop you used to lean, pedal your bike backward and it would slow, and depending on how hard you put it on. And I remember when um, one of my neighbours got, he was really into BMX and I think he, he did it for another 20, 25 years, something like that. He rode, I'm not sure if he ever rode professionally, but he was certainly heavily into it weird but riding to the shops or something for a sausage no 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 he used to go in all the races and all those sorts of things but not only did he have the pegs that you could stand on to start doing the trick riding so it wasn't just the bmx racing it was the trick riding but it had Mm. the back it didn't have those back pedal brakes so you could reset to for doing the um uh, whatever the tricks are called there's a special name for it i can't remember what it's called but doing you know the back freestyle no no it's a um freestyle Okay, freestyle. freestyle. We're doing freestyle stuff. So he'd have the pegs and things on, but he had a handbrake, which would help you, you know, slow down and do whatever you needed to do, but also the back pedal. And I moved from BMX bikes into road bikes. So, you know, road bikes, you had all that because you had handbrakes. Um, and so that's And Lycra. Be, and Lycra. And so when, um, when that all came about, um, I was certainly out of it. Yeah, you crack yourself up. You're pretty funny. Um, when when that all came about, that seemed to be another sort of stepping stone in the in the evolution of BMX bikes. And by then, I was well and truly out of it. I didn't really have much um, understanding it, and I was more into surfing and um, those types of things. So, yeah, and so as there. I said, yeah, so then <laughs> get that up, yeah. Yeah, good uh, episode, yeah. <laughs> No, it is. It's 50 episodes, today. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who thunk it? Yeah. What, what I like remembering back riding my BMXs uh, back in the day was, yep, there were a couple of guys, and you're right, they used to have that. You'd only ever pull your front brake on hard once because when you do an endo and you go right over the top. The other thing that used to be so annoying, because where I live was quite cool, but you'd be riding and you'd get your, your jeans or your your tracky dacks or something caught in the chain <laughs> and it had just about pull you off the bike when you did it. But yeah, no, there was. Did you used to tuck your sock into the one, into your right hand, uh, tuck your pants into your sock on the right hand side there. So you didn't have to do that. No, but I can tell you my jeans were all chewed up. 
I used to ride my bike to work when I was older and um, I used to always do that because I didn't want to have to get them chewed up like that. It looked special. It looked, it looked spectacular. It did. It, you did look special. Yeah. I'll tell you what another big kicker for BMXing was through the 80s too was there was another movie called Rat to have because I loved it. Still do. Still um, you can still get... Uh, copies of it on the interweb. Yeah, sorry, um, mate. We're just, but it's we, a beer mixing you, one, and it's sort of yeah. You're just um, freezing up a little bit there in the um, in the in the thing. So you were talking about a movie called Rad. Yes, Rad, not Radical, just Rad R A D. So it was a BMX movie, and it sort of encompassed. Uh, more enduro BMXing, freestyle, lots of different bits and pieces. This is a guy who was in the uh, in the eighties, and he was trying to learn to do a backflip and stuff as well. So he was a bit of a freestyle, um, a bowl rider, all so of those sorts of. Things. Was it a, a like a fictional thing, or was it a more a documentary type thing? Nah, it was a fictional thing. It was a you know Hollywood movie based but on it was a true a big, story. Based on a true story from the the mind of somebody who wrote it. So. Um, you know, it was another movie that really kicked along BMX again because I know that in, in, in I think that was 86, so I was right into my skating by then, but also BMXing. So I had a bunch of mates that had that I'd skate with and then I'd BMX with some other guys as well. Mm-hmm. So, so tell, tell me, what are your thoughts? Do you ever see BMX bikes around there anymore? It seems a bit weird oh, when mate. you see a 30-year-old guy riding around on a BMX bike these days. It looks like a bit of a Darrow or I don't know if that's oh, just, it's Definitely just a drug dealer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, you know, they do look a bit obscure because most of them don't wear, um, wear their um, helmets and stuff. Like that's the law in Australia. Mm-hmm. Look, to be honest... And I'll tell you a little story. Mm-hmm. Dirk wanted a BMX when he was a teenager. So mm-hmm. I had great joy in going and getting him <laughs> um, a BMX. I got him a fairly good one. It was uh, called uh, We The People mm-hmm. um, BMX and it was a fairly light bike. It, but, they, you know, the seats are down low and he wanted to ride in in the, in the skate parks and stuff like that. But I did uh, – I'd take him up there. Mm-hmm. And I, for the first 15 minutes, would be showing him what, what oh, he needed right, to yeah. do. Testing it out just to make sure it was <laughs> yeah. safe for him. And he go, can I actually get on my bike now? No, hang on. Look, I'll just show you. This is the best <laughs> angle this to take. Bunny yeah. Hop, yeah. yeah, get right up on the coping in the bowls. And yeah. if you can, you know, get a bit of lift off it and sort of try and do your, your 180s back down and things like that. Do you, do I you, think s- the do you see many people on um, BMXs anymore? Because in Tasmania we have um, we have more mountain bikes because we have more mountains and nothing's really flat around here, so it seems to be more mountain biking that we have. And then we've got, of course, the usual terrors on the road of the of the road bikes um, chewing it all up. But you don't tend to see so many BMX bikes anymore. Is it different for you? Look, where I am, I'm close to where there's a fairly big bike park, so there's a BMX track there. Oh yeah. There's um, a bowl next to it and a few other bits and pieces, bit of a street circuit yep. as well. Yep. So I do see them and it's usually the guys will go up there and they're in the back of their utes. They're right. P-platers, so, you know, about 20 at the most. Yeah. Um, 
chatting uh, up all the 15-year-old girls. I don't know about that. Um, but, you know, they go up there. There's skaters up there. There's kids on their scooters um, and that's um, and then BMXs. There's lots of different tracks. But you're right, there's probably a big push in Australia, I think, with the mountain bikes. Um, I think there'll be a big push at the moment with it because the good old COVID has made a lot of people go out and buy yep. um, bikes. So, mm-hmm. look, COVID me, will be over by the time this episode comes out, mate. Yeah, I know, but I'm still mentioning it. Yeah. Look, from my point, BMXs were awesome. I still think they're awesome. When you look back at the retro, I love the retro bikes more than what I love these bikes with the Tufts, the Harrows, the... Um, Huffies. Yeah. Oh, I've got to love a Huffy. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but, you know, the early Mongooses, the Schwins, yeah. um, all, of the, all of the sort of um, brands back in the day, the early mm. days are, are pretty good. Um, I'm just trying to think of a few more off the top of my head, but I can't. Um, but you know, I think that's been a real drive that when we were growing up, that was the formation of, yep. of of it, of what it is today. So yep. I think we were there in the early. Same for me with skating. I was mm-hmm. there when they converted from the big, you know, wide boards into the double kick boards and things like that. So Talk, Talking to your mic, mate. Yeah, I am talking to my mic. I'm getting a bit, <laughs> getting a bit ethnic animated. and <laughs> animated here and I'm talking with my hands. Yeah, um, as is the so, way of your people. Yes. So yep. from my from my point, you know, I think I grew up in a great time when, mm-hmm. you know, lots of things were just starting to find their way. So yeah, yep. I was just trying to um Yeah. So I yeah. think Good. for me, it was it was great, great part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. I, look, if I had the capacity to ride a bike these days, I'd probably prefer a BMX over a mountain bike. Mm. Not at my place. That hill's too big. That's so, why I said if I could. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, if you're listening out there, if you're still with us now after all of that, uh, let us know what you think. John, I hope we've done it uh, a tribute there to uh, what you were hoping we would do. But if you've got any thoughts on it, if anyone out there has got any stories, any photos of yourself on BMX, uh, if you were a BMX champion at the time, let us know. Once was cool podcast at gmail.com. Remember, you can check all our past episodes, our previous 50 and all the six-pack recaps. You can get that at oncewaschool.com or wherever you get your usual uh, podcast from whatever platform you have. So on that note, we will move on just briefly for from BMX. Let us know any highlights from the last fifty that we've done. Yeah, always highlights. My my biggest highlights, I'd have to say, is going back to uh, the first episode. Boombox. Yeah, is definitely uh, one of my favourites. Still our Another best. One of, still our best downloads. Yeah, and look, my other. Um, one I really liked and enjoyed and talking about was the power ballads. Oh, yeah. You know, being a child growing up to the 80s where power ballads were phenomenal. Even though we forgot uh, Meatloaf. Meatloaf and, you know, Uh, I still kick myself for that. Yeah. And I Uh, apologise. Because I'm sure he listens. Yeah. (laughs) He might. No, he doesn't. just for the – okay. Yeah. Just for the pure – Angst um, and upset that it bought me. Handkerchiefs. Yep. Yep. 
<laughs> and that was good then. We still occasionally get photos of people sending pictures of handkerchiefs through just to try and uh, see your horror. So we'll uh, keep doing that if you get the opportunity, keep upsetting we. I guess for me, seeing you're not going to ask, my... No, um... I, no. <laughs> you don't ever let me get a word in edgewise, oh, mate, because I, I haven't you... spoke much. Yeah, I let you run <laughs> tonight. Yeah, so... Dave. Yes, we. Tell, tell we what yeah. you think. What were your favourites? Is that the royal we? Um, yeah. I think the highlights for me was probably waterbeds. Really enjoyed the waterbed episode and that yeah. sort of sparked a, a bit of uh, conversation there in that. Yep. Hanna-Barbera, I Dying. really enjoyed that. It really brought back some memories for me there, some of the Hanna-Barbera cartoons and the Saturday afternoons in summer playing and coming in for the cartoons because we didn't get cartoons any other time. Yeah. Uh, and probably the other one was Sesame Street. Sesame Street was the impetus that I had to start this. I don't know if you remember what two and a half years yeah. ago when we first started talking about this. Um, Sesame Street was the one that really kicked it off and it was good. My sister, Crystal was there who's such an aficionado of all things um, puppetry. Pup- well, no, she's not a big Muppets fan, funnily enough, but she does like, really? she did like, no, no, not a big Muppets fan. Um, had never heard of Fraggle Rock and so she was just um, more into, you know, more into Sesame Street, really, really, really good on Sesame Street. Yeah, she was into Sesame Street. But I guess if there was anything that I was really looking forward to that I'm probably disappointed in and we, will, we I think we will definitely go back and do it again. Uh, was having Tonka. me on the show. No, 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 no. You're just hard to wrangle once you hear you're all right. But was uh, Tonka trucks. I don't think we gave Tonka trucks. I think we did it a bit too early. We were a bit too green and I'd like to go back and redo Tonka trucks again. And look, I, I think there's a good opportunity for us to go back and love to hear from the people out there if they've heard the earlier stuff. And look, hopefully, yeah, back in the day we were greener, hopefully a little bit better, probably we're worse, I don't know. Happy we, for we talk more feedback. Now. Yeah, but, um, you know, maybe there's a couple of early ones we need to revisit. I think there's probably a few that we could do a little bit more justice, but Tonka Trucks is always the one. It's pretty heavily downloaded and a lot of people go, oh, yeah, I remember Tonka Trucks, I remember Tonka Trucks. I'd like to revisit it and do it some some proper justice. So anyway, let us know if there's any that you think are better than others. Let us know at our email address. We're on all the social medias at Once Was Cool podcast. yeah, keep in touch. Let us know if you're enjoying it. Thank you for joining in. Thank you for uh, bringing a friend and thanks for the last uh, 50 episodes. Hopefully we can bring you many, many more. Uh, hopefully people will continue to listen So, and hopefully we'll get a few new people in as well. We any last words? No, all I've got to do is say thank you, same as what you've done. You've done it for me. Um, I'd like to thank... Uh, Simon for getting us out there to everybody. We can't do what we do without having Simon tidy it up a little bit and make us sound even more amazing than what we really are. Make us sound amazing, so, not you. more amazing. I don't know that we, no, we no. Anyway, but yes, yeah, Simon, I, I would agree. Simon's, Simon's a great job and almost the backbone of this other than me. So, <laughs> yeah, a bit of ego there just to finish it all yeah. off. Anyway, yeah, how's that? How's that going? Hang on, I can't see your head. It's a big blur. Yeah, yes, there you go. All right, mate. Well, thank you for that. Thank you to the wonders of the internet. And, Simon, we'd like to thank you as well. Um, And one more shout-out to John for this idea. Yeah, John, thanks for the idea, mate. We really appreciate it. I hope we did uh, do you some justice, mate. Because we did. Because we did forget it. Email to Dave. Yeah, that's it. Because we did forget (laughs) about it altogether. All right, mate. Thanks for that. Talk to you soon, Simon. Thanks very much. Catch you soon. Bye.